0: Good morning, everybody. Thank you for joining me this morning, or evening, afternoon, whatever time you decided to listen to this. Before we get into today's content, I have some big news, or as our president likes to say, it's going to be huge. Alright, maybe that wasn't the best. But, big news, this podcast, yes, the one that you are listening to right now, Random Babbling, is now on iTunes and Stitcher Radio. That's right, you can listen to it on your mobile device and not just on the computer. So check for our links on our descriptions and our social media. Uh, We'll have it on Facebook for sure. So today's topic is uh, not going to be very political or religious, uh, just something that's on my mind right now. And that is the fact I want to recognize my favorite radio station, which is 100.3 The Sound here in the L.A. area. The sound will be going off the air relatively soon. Uh, They made the announcement earlier this month. uh, And for those of you who are in love with classic rock the way I am are very disappointed, according to an article I read, it says, the news comes right after Intercon, the broadcasting company that owns The Sound, announced that it was completing a merger deal with CBS Radio. As a part of the agreement, Intercom will divest three of its stations, including The Sound, or KSWD, to the Educational Media Foundation. The EMF intends to re- reformat The Sound as a Christian contemporary station called K-Love. This is not something new. Uh, A lot of of rock stations in the past, especially here in L.A., have gone this way before. Uh, Usually, they turn into uh, Spanish stations, but this time, this one's going to be a contemporary Christian station. We'll get into that fact a little bit later. But here's a really small list of radio stations that were rock stations that have gone off the air. Uh, Y107 was kind of a rival of K-Rock in the late 90s. Uh, Pirate Radio, KMET, KNAC, KMPC. Uh, All these were your typical rock stations that um, have gone the wayside. This seems to be a reoccurring theme. One of these stations will die, and another one eventually will come and take its place. I don't know if that's going to be the fact now. We're living in a very different time in music and broadcast, so I don't know if it's going to happen now. I, very, I hope so. I wish. First of all, I just wish it wouldn't go away in the first place but and what's really weird is that the the only reason why this station is going off the air is because it got sold and it's because it's being divested it has nothing to do with ratings it's a pretty it's a really good radio station i don't think i've heard anything really bad about it from everyone else i know i can be a little biased but i just want to get into why i like this station so much Uh, To be honest, when it first came out, I wasn't a huge fan. I thought they were a little pretentious. You know, you you always got that friend who only likes things because no one else has heard of them. And so that's kind of what it started out, at least in my point of view. The sound was, you know, because they were known for playing not only the stuff that we all knew, but they were playing stuff that, you know, like B-side kind of stuff or uh, Hidden Tracks, which actually is really cool. Once I actually really started listening to it, I really loved it. And the number one reason I love it is because of the music. Uh, I'm a very big fan of classic rock and uh, early heavy metal, things like that. Uh, I grew up listening to the Beatles and the Stones and uh, the Doors and all that kind of stuff. And, uh, And then I grew up in the 90s and early 2000s where there was still a lot of rock and roll. And just kind of from listening to the older stuff from like the 60s and 70s and listening to stuff in my generation, I just kind of bridged the gap. And so uh, actually one of my favorite bands is Black Sabbath. Actually, that is my favorite band. That's right. The Reformed Libertarian, this podcast says, once and for all, Black Sabbath is his favorite band and so the music that they played was really good not only was it good because it's stuff that I grew up with but like I said they were playing stuff from bands that we all knew but really wasn't popular but it still was really good in its content and so I really liked their library they have a very extensive library I also like the staff there's a lot of DJs from other stations that I liked, uh, like KLOS and Arrow, that were on this station. DJs like Uncle Joe Benson, Rita Wild, Cynthia Fox, uh, Mark Thompson used to have used to be on Mark and Brian in the morning on KLOS. He had his own little uh, morning zoo, as Mark Marin likes to call it. Really funny guy. And then there were some DJs that I liked that I didn't know from before, like Andy Chanley and Gina Grad. Andy Chanley is really good. He's He knows a lot about the music. He knows a lot about the history behind the music. So it makes for a very good listening experience, whether you're someone who grew up with it or someone who's hearing it from the first time. And the concepts that the sound... Would use were in my mind almost genius. Uh, for example, you had Triple Play Thursday, which you played three songs in a row from a single artist. So, you know, they put on the doors, you heard three songs from the doors. You heard Jimi Hendrix, three songs from Jimi, Jimi Hendrix. Pretty straightforward. Vinyl Sides. This was actually cool because now that we live in an age of digital the retro obsession of vinyl has really kicked in. Uh, I myself am a a vinyl collector. Um, I have a whole turntable, a whole box full of old vinyl records. And what they would do is they would literally play a whole side of an album in vinyl. They would hook the vinyl up and uh, just listen to a whole side of an album, just like you would with your friends. Uh, They also had a roll the dice, where they would literally take two die, uh, toss it, and they would have an artist, and whatever number on that die, they would play that many songs from that artist. It's pretty cool. 10 at 10. At 10 o'clock, they would play 10 songs with some sort of common theme, and it was random day-to-day. Then they had My Turn, which they would get a celebrity, and they would control the radio for an hour. And they would play DJ. And then they thought, hey, we love our listeners. So they came up with Your Turn, which was the exact same concept, only for the regular listener. And so they were doing some innovative things on the radio, even though they were playing classic rock music. And so I don't think you're going to have another radio station like that. I don't think... There's going to be another one like that. And if there is, they, they really got to step up their game. Uh, there are radio, other radio stations um, that still kind of play classic rock. Uh, KLOS, I used to really like uh, not so long ago. And uh, they were the classic rock station for the longest time. And they kind of changed their format. They still play a lot of classic rock, but I think they're playing a lot more modern rock, which, you know, is fine. And I would like it too. But just for whatever reason, the sound just took it a step further. And uh, I'm really going to miss them. I don't know if I'm going to have another radio station, maybe KLOS. I'm not sure, but I don't think they're really going to measure up, especially um, with all this stuff I just told you about. I don't think, their bar is that high. Uh, I'm not a fan of morning radio. Of course, I'm asleep most of the time, so who cares? But I just wanted to take a moment. Uh, we're not going to have a long episode today, but I just want to take a moment and just uh, just say how much I like them and how much I'm going to miss them. I know it's just a radio station, but there's not many radio stations like this. I don't think there's going to be one like this again. And this leaves me with two questions. Actually, let's say three questions. The first one is, do we need another Christian music station? Now, I know this sounds bad, especially me being a Christian, but we already have the fish and we already have air one. Do we need another Christian music station? Is two enough? Do we need three, do we need four, do we need five? And obviously, there's nothing – I'm a big fan of getting the word of Jesus Christ out on public radio. That's awesome. It really is. But I just don't know how this is going to play out. I really don't know if this is going to be worth it. In my mind, I think something more Christian would be to own the business that's already there and just implement Christian principles and love on the people who work for you. But I don't know – if this is anyone's like, if anyone can make that call in this situation, I'm not a huge fan of contemporary Christian music. To be honest, I like the Christian music I do listen to is more of like Christian hip hop, like Lecrae and the One One Six Click, and uh, there's the One One Six Crew, Triple Lee, Shyland, guys like that. Also, like guys like Demon Hunter, those guys are really good. They're more they're actually heavy metal. Uh, there's a couple of Christian bands in the 90s that I kind of like. Uh, Orange County Supertones, really big in the late 90s. Uh, also, Plank Eye, uh, MXPX, they were kind of they were a Christian punk band. They kind of went crossed over and came back. Uh, so, you know, that's the kind of stuff I like. I don't know if I'm going to get into this. Don't want to discount it at all, but we'll see. And also, what's the future of radio? With smartphones and the internet, people aren't listening to AM, FM radio like they used to. It's still around. It's still kicking. It's the oldest form of uh, broadcasting that's around. But I just don't know with people using these devices, especially like, for example, what you're listening to right now. This is not AM or FM. This is a podcast. This is the future. And to... To discount this. This is the this is progress. Let's face it. This is how things improve. And broadcasting should be like any other sorts of business, in that you should continue to improve your product and make innovation. And making a personalized version of this kind of thing is the future of broadcasting i guess this is technically a broadcast and so my final question is will competition between things like podcasts and downloading music versus actual broadcasting over the airwaves and on the internet that's a thing too you got radio on the internet will this bring out the best in both or will one die who will win is there going to be a winner? And uh, only the consumer can make that call. But that being said, I just want to take my hat off to my favorite radio station, 100.3 The Sound. I will miss you, and thank you for sending me stickers. God bless.